0: So how many prototypes did you guys go through before you finally settled on what everybody knows today? Great question. A lot. (laughs) An all-new episode of The Jeremy White Show. Available wherever you stream. Catch up on past interviews and episodes on demand now. Subscribe so you don't miss any of it. You innovated this incredible piece of technology for guitars that everybody, if you're playing rock or metal, you've got a detune on your Floyd. In 2023. Bring me back to when you and Edward first connected and how did that lead up to you designing this incredible innovation with him?
1: Well it was it was actually through the same friend in the, the that introduced me to guitar introduced me to the guy and you know we I knew him casually a little bit in the beginning mm-hmm. and we started working on the project and made it work and made it happen and you know that w- that was it wow
0: so i mean talk about the conception of the device were you guys just sitting there and ed's like oh man i wish i had a way to go from e to d with this floor
1: always the, always the case with anyone with a locking trim and i there was a, a friend of mine involved in the project as well who had you know, part of the concept done, and I had another part, and he had another part, and I had, everyone. It was always like we just try stuff. You know, all right, let's make this, try it, and we'd go, and we'd go. No, we got to change this. You know, all right, and then I go. No, we got to change that until we got to the version that you know was thirty years later, still on the guitar.
0: So, how many prototypes did you guys go through before you finally settled on what everybody knows today?
1: Great question. A lot. A a lot. I I couldn't give you a number, but it it was a lot. And, you know, he was um, very precise and demanding in, in what he wanted, like he is with everything. And that drove the vision home you know, that, that need. And, you know, it's like, all right, make this a little bit longer make that a little different angle, make this shorter, you know, move the tuner from here to there. And every time it's like, let's change one little thing. It's a big deal to just change it. You can't just wing that, Mm. you know, you have to do another production run, make some pieces, try them. And, you know, it was a lot of trial and error.
0: From a technical standpoint, how did you get there though? Because were you just sitting there like, okay, well, you know, if I if I push the the block screw down, I, I the pitch goes up, but if I loosen it, like it, it drops
1: pitch. Like where did the it's just design come from? All, all the detuner is, is it's a wedge. It's a wedge that sits under the fine tuner of the bridge and between the string lock screw so the same way the fine tuner pushes that screw up and down to give you that tuning you know you jam a wedge in there to hold it in a certain position take it out put it back in the next position but it was like you know how thick is the wedge how does that wedge cover which strings and which tunings and you know it's It was unknown at that time. It was all, it was all trial and error. And
0: it's interesting to me because it's like nobody else would have come up with that idea. Like it it took you know Edward and you to essentially say, okay, how can I figure out a way to do this?
1: And one and one one other guy. And yeah, it was it was that. I guess the necessity of Mm -hmm. the necessity of, and he knew exactly what he wanted. Always knows exactly what he wanted.
0: Right. So it's it's so interesting to like, you know, just look at the piece, for example. And it's like, it, it, now that you said it, it literally is a wedge. It is.
1: It is. The first logo, which is long gone, but the first logo is that same wedge front, that little arch that made the D, D tuner. And, you know, it was all, I guess it was clever for the time, but didn't stand the test of time.
0: Right. Now it's got like the it's got like the d note or something on it right? yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. there's two logos for it but yeah
0: did you end up developing any other type of like prototype with ed like or was it just like the d2 and did you work on any other cool things over the years there was
1: always talk of other stuff and you know fussing around with a few things here and there nothing that ever came out mm-hmm.
0: out of all the years of seeing you know so many different guitar rigs and just you know, being around so many different guys. I mean, what do you made Edward so special?
1: Everything that you think is the answer to that question. Meaning take the guitar God out of the equation. You know, he was just a really sweet guy, just a really nice guy. He was a humble guy. He was, he was enthusiastic, like a kid. You know, like, dude, look at this! I look at this. Come here, like, real excited over like guitar stuff. You know, I would talk to him. He'd be like, "How's your daughter's? You know, how's this one?" How-? I like, like, wow, that's really a humble, caring, genuine guy. Forget who he is, if you can, you know. But that—that's what made it special.
0: He just seemed like a real personable guy. He was. He was. You've got this new line of FU tone signature guitars that are coming out. And quite Uh, frankly, from the price point to the construction, these things are ridiculous. Like,
1: how are you how are you doing this? Easily. Um, I'm not set up like most other guitar companies where, you know, three or four other people have their hands in the pot to take their piece before it gets to the consumer. You know, I sell the guitar direct. And I could have sold this guitar easily for twice the price and no one would bat an eyelash. Mm -hmm. You know, when people would come in my office in the beginning and they would see the guitars and I'd hand them the guitar and they would be playing away on it. And they'd go, oh my God, this is great. How much? I would always go like 2,800. They'd be like, oh my God, that's great. I'll be like getting two of these. And then I go, how about 1,300? They're like, How? How? Because I cut out a lot of the middle, and I'd rather make a make a $2,800 guitar, sell it at a cheaper price. No one ever bat an eyelash when I said $2,800. And they couldn't believe it was $1,300. I'd rather get a quality instrument out to the people and, you know, get more of them out there. You know, I just try, like everything else I did with FU, I try to do something a little bit different than what's been done. You know, I, I'm not going to just do the same stuff that's already already out there or follow the same formula. Then you're just, you know, the next guy with the same formula and same craft.
0: Yeah, and then you're just another cookie cutter guitar company yeah. that's like, you know, in it for the money.
1: Yeah. So we, we worked really hard um, on getting these guitars right. Here's one I have.
0: I mean, look at that flame yeah. top. I mean, it's, it's now, is that a real like maple cap on there? Yeah. Or the yeah. yeah. No,
1: no. That's, that's ma- maple cap. Wow. Bridge all loaded. Noiseless springs, big block, brass claw, titanium saddle inserts, obviously, D tuna, the FU2 tremolo, a FU few pickups. Under the pickups, I have the PMS mounting system, brass bars under there. This one has uh, reverse headstock, we'll which I kind of dig. Um, yeah, I mean, this,
0: so that guitar, if I bought it right now, it would come fully loaded with all of
1: that. So I just, I just took this guitar out of the box.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: This is how the guitar comes. Wow. We set them up real nice. They play like butter. They sound great. Um, bunch of bunch of colors this is one of the new colors um the two-tone sunburst actually my fiance designed this one the color scheme beautiful and nadine joy photo on uh, instagram but she nice. designed this one i'm like really i'm like gold she's like but not shiny gold like brush gold and the two-tone and i want to reverse and i'm like okay you know let's make it and we got this one in and it's sold out. This was the first one to sell out.
0: You know Hey, look, it took a woman to design it and boom.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but I think we're up to like eight or nine colors now. Um, there's a couple of trans ones, trans purple, trans red, trans green with the nice maple tops, the solids. There's like a Ferrari yellow, antique white, you know, lots of different configurations. Also, the um, comes with the coil taps. Oh. So you could split these kill switch three way in a single volume.
0: Beautiful. But Does the
1: kill switch I, light up? No, not, not on this one. You could order the light up one and add to it. Yeah. But I tried to design a guitar that I wanted. I just, I made a wish list. I go, what would I, if I'm building a guitar for myself, what do I need? And, this was it, and I re- the most important thing after being a quality instrument and feeling good and looking good, I needed it to be versatile. So with the coil taps, you know, you, you can strat out on this thing and set it to singles, you know, you could just go one single, two single. I prefer on the cleans, I go humbucker in the bridge, single in the neck, and use that middle position, and it just cleans a bell. You know, nice warm tone still without sounding thin or brittle ever.
0: Wow! So you put a lot. I mean, especially with all your experience over the years of playing some of the best guitars in the world, like this is this is almost like you're you're Wolfgang. It's a culmination of all of that thrown into this.
1: Yeah, I stole a lot of ideas, but (laughs) I, I put them in stock. So you get you get it out of the box fully loaded.
0: Yeah. You That's know, a great Christmas gift right there, everybody. FU-Tone.com. You got to order direct from the man. And, uh, man, they're, they're beautiful guitars because I see them on... I, even Neil Sean was repping one on... He was ripping it on, like, Twitter the other day. I was like, damn!
1: Yeah, Sean, Sean and I, I knew him a little beforehand, but then we just got together on the guitars again recently. And I was so jazzed at how into the guitar he was. How he he was like, holy shit. Like, he goes, you know, I got a guitar arsenal here of every expensive custom shop guitar in the world. He goes, and I just keep picking up your guitar.
0: I go, that means a lot
1: to me. Thank (laughs) you. There's no
0: better endorsement than that right there.
1: Wow. And he's uh, obviously a a great player, great legend. I can tell you about him is a great guy as well. Just a nice, cool, Mm -hmm. you know, humble guy. But I think we all, what we all have in common, you, me, Guys like Sean or Eddie or Slash or this one or a kid in Guitar Center when I walk in there, the one thing that we all have in common is the nerd factor. Like we're jazzed on guitars. We're like, dude, I got to show you something. Oh my God, look at this! Look at. Yep. And I don't care who you are. I don't care how big you are. I don't care if you sold hundred billion records <laughs> or you've been playing for a year. It's the same formula. It's the same attitude. Yeah, we're total geeks. Total. Yeah, geeks. but I I think that's like, and I guess I'm biased because I'm a guitar player, but I think that's what makes guitar players unique. I don't see anyone else geek out as much as the guitar players.
0: There might be some car guys that have us beat, but man, like <laughs> I'm walking through the street of St. Catherine, I'm looking in the window of a pawn shop. I'm like, oh, look at those single coils; they're filthy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's guitar stuff is just. It's amazing, you know, I'm sure, like, you have your network of boys, too, like, you'll text yeah. each other something, like, dude, check this out. Oh, my God, did you see that? Like,
0: I'm really tight with Steve Nowicki from the Howard Stern Show, and every day he sends me a picture of, like, a new, like, razor blade mark that he made on his new Eddie Guitar tribute. Yeah,
1: like, I, I became friendly with him over the last couple of years. He's a, he's a great guy, too, and just shares in that complete nerd-level factor, yeah. and... We, we had been chatting for a while, and then I went to that EVH con in Connecticut, and Steve was there, and we hung out and talked, and I looked at his guitars that he made, and his guitars were amazing, amazing. Yeah.
0: There's some guys that do really good replicas and relics, and like Steve it just gets down to the nitty-gritty. I mean, he'll send me photos of him with the razor blade, just like get it, like picture of the guitar, and then there, I'm like, you're out of control, man. Like,
1: Yeah, but I, I love that that level of geekdom, that yeah. level of nerddom
0: why do so many guitar players opt to upgrade their floyd parts to titanium
1: so it's not just titanium it's it's titanium and brass in different places um like for
0: example i mean like he refuses to play any pc one without the titanium saddles the block the inserts like everything yeah
1: phil um Phil, I love Phil. Phil's a brother to me. Phil was one of my early, early endorsers and nephew. And Phil, I always tell him, I thank him because he helped me build this company because he was such a vocal spokesman about, you know, the company and why he liked it. And would always turn then people would call me up. I'd be like, oh, this is so-and-so. Phil Collin gave me your number. I was like, wow. You know, he just on and on and on. The the upgrade path is It follows the same thing we were just talking about—that nerd level. What's next? What? What can I do? How do I do it? Type thing, and it started. The very first piece I made to start Fu was the brass block, the the big brass block that goes under the tremolo. Right. I, I thought, like, if you just change that one part, you know, the guitar will resonate more. It'll. It'll sustain longer. It'll sound clearer. It'll just give you more of everything. So I tried it and it worked. And I started the company on that. And I go, well, what else can we fix on here? You know. And eventually, the answer was everything. You know, <laughs> the, the next thing, big thing, like little inserts in the saddles that pinch the string. So I make titanium inserts. So you yeah, ever, I'm sure you've had the problem. After a while, your insert cracks or expands and then gets stuck and doesn't move in the saddle. Yeah. So that's a matter of functionality. Titanium won't crack or get stuck; they'll always move in the saddle. Mm-hmm. But then I found that like, titanium just sounds better there. I'm like, okay, well, what else can we change? You know, and then it was to the next thing: to the the posts, the screws, the springs, the claw. And you know, whether you do one or two parts on your bridge or you do it all, it's an improvement over over where you are you know it's that next thing
0: right yeah i was talking to tom weber and he was explaining to me how just it makes every guitar tech's life so much better and so much
1: easier because
0: the shit doesn't break
1: yeah obviously uh no failure it's not not breaking it's not cracking or expanding or stripping you know it's it's durable but then it's, it's always two pieces for every tone functionality what we're talking about and tone all those things also play into the tone you know so yeah of course i want better functionality and of course i want better tone who's going to say no yeah you know and it's it's a very easy upgrade path you know you, you could upgrade your br- bridge and get away with spending 35 bucks and make it way better than it was.
0: f u tone.com to pick up and check out all of Adam's incredible upgrades for your guitar. I guarantee if you've never tried to upgrade your guitar, it's like going to like, you know, for your car, like getting a new set of, you know, upgrading your rims or like, you know, upgrading the sound system and the, it's it, everything could possibly be that you could think of can be upgraded and can be improved and sound better and, you know, if you
1: Yeah, and it's, and it's it's easy, it's easy to, to do. do. It's not, you know, I... I used to be terrified of locking tremolos when I was a kid and just learning to play. Like, oh my god, how do I do this? I try to take all the guesswork out of it for you. So I make videos. I I do video service calls when I have to. I, I love your
0: out. less crappy video series, by the way.
1: I'm getting there. I'm getting. <laughs> I, I keep I keep trying to up the production. I'm getting a little better.
0: You know what, man? Look, they're great because at the end of the day, you could have the best looking video, but if your content is shit, well, what's the point? Yeah. Agreed.
1: <laughs> Agreed. I could. I could totally Wayne's World. It. As long as I get the message out there. Yeah. Make it. Make it. I. I like to take the guesswork out of it and give guys the confidence of like, dude, you can do this. You know, if you have the ability to change your own strings, you can do this. It's. It's just a couple little steps, and like I walk you through it I, on the videos, and I try to make it as easy as possible.
0: Yeah. Uh, my guitar tech, Victor, who actually, actually it was Phil Collin who introduced me to Victor here in Montreal. He does all of my guitar work now. And, uh, he, he wanted me to mention to you that he thanks you for your intonation
1: tool. Ah, uh, not mine. I just resell that one. I didn't come up with that, but oh. it's a great tool. It's a, it, it's called the key. So, uh, available on the site in the tech stuff section, but it's a great tool for, you know, dialing your intonation, you know, and after a while, like I intonate them by hand, you know, I just, I do it by hand, but I do a lot, you know, so I, right. I know, but if you've never done it or you're, you're afraid or you think you're going to mess it up, there's a lot of easy tools in there that like help you through this. There, I have a spring pull tool that makes putting on a spring like that so one, easy.
0: The claw politics. Yeah, that too, like.
1: Like, I love that thing. I love that thing. Like, be- before that, it was like you're ripping it with pliers and holding it with a screwdriver.
0: It's going to bounce it's, up, you know, yeah. smack you in the eye. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: dangerous. It was dangerous.
0: <laughs> Just for the casual consumer, because this is getting into real tech talk, what is intonation exactly, and how important is it to your guitar setup?
1: It's very important. So in, intonation in it a is, it is dumbed-down way i mean so i'll just say like if you if you have the e string is tuned to e open if the saddle's not intonated properly when you play your notes when you play the g it's not the g will be out the a will be it so you want the saddle in the exact right position that when you play your g or any other note that that note is what it's supposed to be because a it would be out of tune with someone else and even worse when you play a chord You know, it would sound completely out of tune if the guitar, even if you were tuned open properly, but you weren't intonated right, your chord would sound completely out of tune. Right. So it's the distance between the nut and the saddle, and you're going to compensate for what gauge string you're playing and what tuning. You're, you're setting it to, mm. you know, so this is nine to 46 on it right now. And standard tuning, if I were to put, you know, a 52 on here and play in half step, it's the saddle's not in the right place. You have to move the saddle to the right place. And of course, like I was saying with the videos, I show you in the video, like, here's how to do it. Here's how to set the intonation. And I could show anyone how to set the intonation in 25 seconds and then you're like, "Oh my God, how, do, how have I been playing guitar so long?" And I didn't know this. Right. But that same math problem goes into your Les Paul. It's not just locking trebles into your stop tails into anything. That intonation is key. But the the thing that always bugged me as a kid, a young guitar player, no one told me. No one. No one. No one's like, come on, buddy, give me your hand. I'm going to take you there. Mm-hmm. It was like, here's your guitar. Have a nice day. Best of luck. You know, I and a lot of the companies still do that. I'm not going to name names, but I see that. It's like they just want to sell you something and wish you luck. Yeah. It's like, no, if, if you really educate your consumer on everything, you know, let the secret out, let them know everything happier consumer is a consumer that's going to come back to you that's going to trust you that wants that wants to work with you and they remember oh yeah that guy yeah that guy helped me with this yeah
0: i see it all the time in facebook groups where they're like oh i just got this guitar from x company and it came in the box and it didn't even have a gig bag and like it's completely out of tune like i can't get this thing to sound good and like if (laughs) If they just told you ahead of time that okay, this is what you need to do to get it playing as soon as you take it out of the box,
1: there would be so many more happy people. <laughs> well, first off, if you if you open it out of the box, it should come out like this. Yeah. You know, we do we do we do a complete setup. You know, they they come in from the factory to us. We strip it down. We set You're it up. You're personally
0: doing a lot of setup on all those guitars. Every guitar
1: is set up. We don't get it from the factory and slap a label on it and send it out. Yeah. No, we, we set it up, we, we double check everything, we make it perfect or it doesn't leave.
0: Mm-hmm. What's the string height that you set it at?
1: I, personally, I don't go by, I don't use my gauge for that, even though we sell the gauges and everyone's like, oh, I need this number. Yeah, I do that strictly by feel. Oh, okay. Strictly by feel to, you know, a nice comfortable in between, unless someone says to me, you know, here's here's my height. Here's what I want, and guys do do that. They'll they'll say I want this gauge string, this tuning, this string height, and we'll dial that in before it leaves.
0: And of course, if you're intonating a guitar that has nine to forty six, and then you go to a Phil Collin PC one, like one of his tour guitars that has the thirteens on it, it's like
1: yeah, They're, and and the biggest fattest necks in the world, mm-hmm. you know, monstrous, monstrous necks um and it's funny i love pc ones i have i have a pc one in the rack over there uh one of the splatters oh go oh, grab it let's see it you're gonna make me get up don't <laughs> look at me for pants. Mine.
0: let's see we're gonna find out if adam's got pants on <laughs> i am today <laughs> there you go fu-tone.com to check out all of adam's incredible products and get these brand new uh fu tone guitars as well they come fully set up with all of the upgrades already in the package they're ridiculous look at that wow absolutely beautiful and you got the purple titanium screws look at that so that was one of the uh the ones that he painted number yeah. seven
1: so how is that baby I, set up i can tell i can tell the story about this one and yeah phil, phil and i you know, became really good friends over the years. Like I said, he, he helped me build this company. So I tell him every time I see him and he blushes and he's like, Oh no, no, no big deal. Um, And when he would get his guitars, sometimes he would send them to me or his tech, or they would come right from the factory to me to do what I do. And then I send it to him. So it was always a revolving door of Phil's guitars coming and going. And a Jackson box shows up one day, and I open it up, and I see this, and I call Phil, and I said, "Hey, you want the usual on this? You know, this, that, this." That. <laughs>
0: it's like ordering at the drive-through.
1: <laughs> yeah, the special number one, combo number one, Phil. <laughs> and he said to me, "He said that one's for you." And I said, "I can't take this guitar." There oh, go. Oh, wow. I go, first off, I know how much the guitar costs, so I'm set packing it up and sending it back. But thank you, it's a nice gesture. I said, I can't take this. I said, if you feel the need that you have to give me a guitar, like, send me some broken piece of junk, like, out of your junk pile that you'll never look at again. I go, I would. I would maybe take that, but this, no, I cannot take this. And he was, I don't forget, he was in an airport when I called him. And he said, you've helped me so much. You've done so much. He goes, I'd be really insulted if you didn't take that guitar. Well, there you go. (laughs) There you go. And here it is. So, And I was like, thank you so much. So this was the 30th anniversary PC1 where Phil painted them. But before the 30 production run, they did one test run, small test run. And this one is artist proof number seven. Wow. Out of the 10 that never saw the light of day. Right. And then the 30 went up for sale. And what a special guitar. And just now that I'm holding it again, I haven't held it in a while. Much like my guitar to me, I designed a guitar that I would want. This is all Phil. This is so Phil. You know, the way, you know, the the sustainer, the DiMarzio the Super Distortion, where the knobs are, how he has it configured. This guitar is a beast. They're so good. But what sucks about this guitar is... It's such a rare, great guitar. I barely play it because I don't want to put a scratch on it. Yeah. So when I play it, I sit down and very gingerly, I'll sit and play it. <laughs> yeah. You bring on the guard Let me put this one away. I'll put it away. But I'm very grateful and thankful to him. A for the guitar, but more importantly, just to him as a person. Another one of those guys, and you know, so you, you could you could verify my statement of he's just one of the nicest, humble, great guys. And even if he wasn't, you know, the guitar player in Def Leppard that sold over 100 million records if he was your neighbor you'd be like oh my neighbor phil who plays guitar is pretty cool you know let's go hang out he's just that kind of guy he's a great guy
0: i call him the nicest guy in rock like i it's it's rare you come across man, guys like that and just he, he's just the man i that's that's the best way i could describe him he's the man love that cat to death yeah just
1: a genuine genuine guy yeah absolutely
0: fu-tone.com to get all of adam's awesome products and uh honestly those fu tone guitars are going to make a really great christmas gift this year for the young guitar player in your life or the old if you're a collector if you've been playing forever like these guitars are not going to steer i would not steer you wrong on this show right that way you know uh listen i'll second that
1: (laughs) fine call me when you want I'm saying goodbye to the designer of the guitar you were ogling over. Oh, oh, there, oh she came in. <laughs> she's gone. She was. Well, she's she's here and gone like that.
0: Love that. Uh, what's next for fu-tone.com? You guys got anything cool in the works? Yes,
1: yes. I, I I can even leak it, even though I I never leak stuff. I never. I have a rule of thumb. I don't talk about new products or even hint them, or I don't do the pre-sale coming soon but this is only about two weeks away
0: Ooh, all right i love this i I won't give it all away
1: (laughs) i won't give it all away but this is the first time i'm leaking the way i release product is when it's done the video's done the web page is done i go hey i got this new product here it is you know i hate the other way i'm going to leak this only because you said what's new i have a um Stop tailpiece tunematic bridge set, an upgrade version coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, I won't give it all away. It it looks, tastes, and smells exactly like your stop tail that's sitting on your Les Paul or whatever right now, and you wouldn't even know the difference for one of them just by looking at it. But tonally, it's a it's a sonic boom. For for those type of guitars, wow. and the reason I kept it looking, smelling, and and tasting exactly like what's on there, you know, some guys, especially Les Paul guys, are like, I don't want to change a thing. I don't want they're it to traditionalists.
0: look yeah, traditionalists. You know, complete you to traditional, new
1: do tricks, complete. And I have my little rack of Les Pauls here, and I love them. You know, I'm I'm, a, I'm more of a super strat kind of guy. As a but morning. they have they have their place and. Having that upgraded stop tail and tunematic is just the next phase for FU. So I do strat stuff, I do acoustic stuff, I make all the acoustic bridge pins, titanium and brass. So my next stop in my process was stop tail tunematics. Wow, that's going to be huge! I, I can't wait i'm really excited about it um they look great i got some of them just in and uh i can't wait to release them I'm just waiting for the the last piece of the puzzle then i'm gonna release them
0: i love that so you know what i'm gonna hold on to this so then this way you make the announcement i'm not gonna leak it or nothing <laughs> unless you want me to oh <laughs> you could leak it you know what? <laughs> i'll put this <laughs> up next week and then everybody's like oh shit adam's gonna stop what
1: it'll but i i do the big release i put it out the newsletter and on the socials and stuff like that
0: hey by the way um i was gonna say victor's disappointed that you stopped using the lingerie ads to uh, pack all your stuff i can explain that
1: (laughs) i can explain that victor and so am i and so am i so for people who don't know what you're talking about when i first started fu I would wrap the blocks in a piece of, you know, I would of magazine paper. I would just take a magazine, cut the spine off, wrap it up. And in, in the early, early days, one of the magazines I had in the pile one day was a Victoria's Secret catalog. And as I started sending them out, people were like, hey, got my order. Stuff sounds great, but thanks for this page. It's awesome. You know, and they would <laughs> so I go, I'm on to something here with Victoria's Secret catalog. Yeah. so i would go go to the mall i would go in victoria's secret you know i'd give the girl 20 bucks i'd be like give me as many catalogs as you can have like like, i can't imagine what she thought like i was some weirdo
0: coming in i
1: need 30 catalogs she's like how's this i'm like more 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 and i would do it all to. and that's all i was using for years and it became like a thing people would talk about it i got this page i got that page then side note as I'd be wrapping the blocks, like if it was like a shitty page with like not the girls on it or something, oh. I'm like, I throw that away. I just yeah. go run to the good page. <laughs> and it became this little cult thing, and people would comment and call me or email me about it. And then Victoria's Secret stopped making print catalogs. Oh. So the reason why. That you don't get the girly mag in the block is because Victoria's Secret stopped making catalogs. And out of the thousands of blocks that I sent out wrapped in Victoria's Secret catalogs, I had a million compliments, but I had one complaint. Oh. I, I won, just one. You know, a guy wrote me this long thing like, you know, I thought you were a more upstanding company and oh, come uh, my... I'm very offended by this. And of course, I wrote a guy like an incredible apology letter. Right. You know, I'm like, I'm so sorry I offended you, sir. Please accept my <laughs> apology. You know, You can't please everyone all the time. Yeah. But I think I pleased most people on that one.
0: I'm pretty sure you gave a lot of pleasure, but that way. It,
1: it was a bonus. People would look, like open it up. like I also would throw candy in the box yeah. long before long before sweetwater was even a thing. You know <laughs> you put that little pack of stuff in there. like I would go buy bags of Halloween candy and just throw candy in every box. That's awesome. You know, and, and dudes would love it. And now that the weather's going to change back again, now the candy will start up again.
0: Yes, I love that. Just think you were giving guitar boners and actual boners.
1: That's it. That's <laughs> one way to look. That would be. That could be our next slogan.
0: Yeah, bon- guitar boners and actual boners. The boner god.
1: Uh, let's change that topic.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you want that title. <laughs> yeah, let, no, scratch
1: that. Yeah, yeah
0: well anyways uh it was great talking to you and catching Always, uh fu-tone.com uh go check them out Uh, if you play guitar you need some fu tone in your life like you don't need bad tone you you need good tone and adam's gonna give you that good tone don't take it from Um, me take it from the millions of others that use it so and this wasn't a paid advertisement or nothing this is genuinely me endorsing it because i love this shit yeah
1: you've been playing it for ages now
0: yeah it's on everyone pretty much any, i i've got like four guitars i have to put some titanium on and that's it really yeah let's get to work yeah i got some some wolves that i have to upgrade and that's that's pretty much it
1: cool let's dude, you're not scaring me
0: yeah absolutely i'll send you an email <laughs> cool
1: brother this was a lot of fun it was yeah. a lot of fun
0: An all-new episode of The Jeremy White Show. Available wherever you stream. Catch up on past interviews and episodes on demand now. Subscribe so you don't miss any of it.